بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم we continue the explanation of verse number 52 of surah al-kahf where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says wa yawma yaquluna dushuraka ayyalladhina za'amtum and remember the day he allah will say call those so called partners of mine whom you have pretended fad'awhum falam yastajibu lahum then they will cry unto them but they will not answer them. وَجَعَلْنَا بَيْنَهُمْ مَوْبِقًا And then we shall put a barrier of destruction between them. So at the end of this verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَجَعَلْنَا بَيْنَهُمْ مَوْبِقًا And we shall, we shall put a barrier, meaning this barrier is a place of destruction, meaning a barrier of destruction. So that they cannot reach those whom they have taken as partners. Nor the others taken as partners would be able to come to them. So they cannot really reach them. Either way. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts this barrier of destruction between them. Then the next verse please, 53. al الْمُجْرِمُونَ النَّارَ فَظَنُّوا أَنَّهُمْ مُوَاقِعُوهَا وَلَمْ يَجِدُوا عَنْهَا مَصْرِفَا Indeed, the polytheists, the criminals, shall see the fire of hell. فَظَنُّوا أَنَّهُمْ مُوَاقِعُوهَا So they were certain that they will fall into it. وَلَمْ يَجِدُوا عَنْهَا مَصْرِفًا And there will be, they will find no way of escape from it. Those mujrimun are the kafirs. ظَنُّوا ظَن in Arabic could also mean certainty. As in Surah Al-Baqarah chapter 2 verse 46 الَّذِينَ يَظُنُّونَ أَنَّهُمْ مُلَاقُوا رَبِّهِمْ those who certainly believe that they will meet their Lord Allah there on the day of resurrection they will find no escape from there from the fire of hell so when they see it and they are certain that they are going to fall in it then definitely they will find no escape from there so that to save themselves from it then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the next verse verse 54 وَلَقَدْ صَرَّفْنَا فِي هَذَا الْقُرْآنِ لِلنَّاسِ مِنْ كُلِّ مَثَلٍ وَكَانَ الْإِنسَانُ أَكْثَرَ شَيْءٍ جَدَلًا And indeed, we have put forward every kind of example in this Qur'an. But man is ever more contentious, quarrelsome than anything. So this term which Allah used sarrafna in Arabic means to present with different kinds. <laughs> As in the saying of Allah in Surah Al-Baqarah chapter 2 When Allah spoke about the wind, وَتَصْرِيفِ الْرِيَاحِ The veering of the 
winds from different kinds you know veering it from south to north from east to west so here in relevance to the Quran and indeed we have put forth every kind of example and this is the reality so the wording of Allah the words of Allah are all true the parables which Allah puts in the Quran you find it of different kinds sometimes the parable is set to affirm the resurrection sometimes to affirm the oneness and uniqueness of Allah and sometimes to clarify the affair of this life the reality of this life and sometimes the parables are set in order to clarify the hereafter the conditions of the hereafter sometimes the parables in the Quran are lengthy and sometimes brief so as Allah says in this, in this verse وَلَقَدْ صَرَّفْنَا فِي هَذَا الْقُرْآنِ and indeed we have put forth every kind of example in this Quran so the examples in the Quran are many and diverse and all with eloquency why is this? the answer is so that people comprehend and give heed and ponder however of mankind are those who don't give much attention to these parables to the contrary that's why Allah said in the end of the last part of this verse but man is ever more quarrelsome than anything man here when it's generalized refers to man, the human, the humankind. So you will find, you know, أكثر ما عنده الجدل. يعني you will ever, you know, the thing with man is ever more arguing, quarrelsome. And however, with respect to the believers, the believer is not of this type the believer the true believer is a submitter to the truth and does not argue and quarrel about the truth that's why Abdullah bin Mas'ud may Allah be pleased with him said ma utiya qawmun al-jadala illa dallu no people encounter this the quarrel and the argument and indulge in it except that they will go astray and just indeed contemplate the status of the companions you, f- you find them in submission in submission and in the highest degree of submission to that brought forth by the sharia and they don't argue meaning they don't quarrel that's why just remember when Rasulullah sallallahu said tawadda'u min luhum al-ibl wala tawadda'u min luhum al-ghanam make wudu make purification after eating from the camel meat and don't make purification wudu ritual purification after eating from sheep meat 
The Sahaba didn't say why. They said, we listen and we obey. And this is regarding all the commands. However, man, in terms of his nature and his essence, he is ever quarrelsome, even more. So, there is a point of benefit here. That whenever a text in the Quran refers to al-insan, refers to man, then don't take it to mean this is referring to the kafir, to the, to the non-believer, except when the context indicates so. If the context of the wording indicates so, then in this sense it would mean man, but in specific it would refer to the kafir. However, if the context if the context does not specify man in any type of restriction in the context, then make it general, making it to refer to man as, you know, the human race. Here in the last part of the verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, but man is ever more quarrelsome than anything. You see, this took place when Rasulullah, when the Messenger of Allah وسلم, said to Ali bin Abi Talib and his wife Fatima, may Allah be pleased with them both, he said this verse, وَكَانَ الْإِنسَانُ أَكْثَرَ شَيْءٍ جَدَلًا But man is ever more quarrelsome than anything. This took place when he came to them one night, and found them both asleep. So he told them, Allah to Wouldn't you pray? Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu responded, Inna anfusana biyadillah, our souls are in the hands of Allah, walaw sha'a la'iqavana, and had he willed Allah, he would have, awa- he would have awakened us from our sleep. The Messenger left while striking on his thigh and reciting this verse وَكَانَ الْإِنسَانُ أَكْثَرَ شَيْءٍ جَدَلًا But man is ever more quarrelsome than anything. There is no doubt that the Messenger there is no doubt that the Messenger knows well that their souls are in the hands of Allah. And we know that, we know that, we know that for sure. The Messenger وسلم, he is the one who said, مَنْ نَامَ عَنْ صَلَاةٍ أَوْ نَسِيَهَا Anyone who sleeps and misses a salah because of sleep, or, who forget, or he forgets it, فَلْيُصَلِّهَا let him, let him perform it, when he remembers that. So he knows that there is an excuse for the one who is sleeping and the one who forgets. He, وسلم, knew that. However, what he wanted is He wanted to motivate them to perform the prayers. With respect to Ali, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, in his response, he wanted to repel the blame from himself and his wife. May Allah be pleased with them both. 
The next verse that we go. وَمَا مَنَعَ النَّاسَ أَنْ يُؤْمِنُوا Verse number 55. وَمَا مَنَعَ النَّاسَ أَنْ يُؤْمِنُوا إِذْ جَاءَهُمُ الْهُدَى وَيَسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّهُمْ إِلَّا أَنْ تَأْتِيَهُمْ سُنَّةُ الْأَوَّلِينَ أَوْ يَأْتِيَهُمُ الْعَذَابُ قُبُلًا مَا مَنَعَ النَّاسَ أَنْ يُؤْمِنُوا What prevented men or men, people, from becoming believers and seeking forgiveness is the thing that prevented them is the lack of guidance or shortness of guidance? No. مَا مَنَعَ النَّاسَ أَنْ يُؤْمِنُوا Meaning there was no shortness or lack of guidance for men to be believers and to seek forgiveness. For indeed, as we have heard just in the, in the previous verse, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave parables from everything, every kind of an example in the Quran. And it's the duty of man if these examples are set with such diversity each standing as a proof on its own for him to believe surah number 18 we're talking about 18 uh, verse number 55 so the thing is that there was no shortage or no lack of guidance that prevented them from accepting Iman. Naam. But rather, you know, to the contrary, the matter is clear. The Prophet ﷺ brought the whole matter clear. He described it as white, clear as in the hadith reported by Ahmad and Ibn Majah and Ibn Abi Asim and al Albani authenticated it the Prophet said I have left you on the white thing its night is like its day clear no one will turn away from it except the one who is doomed to destruction His revelation, his sunnah, all clear, bayda, white. So what prevented them therefore? It's not the lack of guidance. It is disdainfulness. It's disdainfulness, it's arrogance. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the last part of the verse, except he made it clear what prevented them. إِلَّا أَن تَأْتِيَهُمْ سُنَّةُ الْأَوَّلِينَ أَوْ يَأْتِيَهُمُ الْعَذَابُ الْقُبُلَةِ I mean, what they are waiting for? Except that the ways of the ancients be repeated with them, meaning their destruction. Would they then believe when they're going to be destroyed? أَوْ يَأْتِيَهُمُ الْعَذَابُ الْقُبُلَةِ Or the torment be brought to them face to face and they see it. Well then, this is the thing they are waiting for? To see the torment to believe? 
or wait for the destruction and the torment for wait yani, for the repetition of this destruction which took place with the ancients those who disdain and seek forgiveness believe and seek forgiveness the believer from the qualities of the believer is that he always seeks forgiveness from Allah and the kafir, the disbeliever when he believes he must also seek forgiveness so if he believes and seeks forgiveness then all of his sins will be wiped off Allah Ta'ala, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says in Surah Al-Anfal, in chapter 8, verse 38, Say to those who disbelieve, if they cease, meaning from kufr, from disbelief, their past will be forgiven. In the last part, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says, all the torment be brought to them face to face meaning total destruction but with respect to this ummah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not take it into total annihilation because the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam invoked Allah Allah yuhlika ummatahu bisanatin amma the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam invoked Allah not to annihilate with full destruction not to annihilate this ummah with full destruction and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted his invocation and responded to him as in the hadith reported by Muslims then the next verse please verse 56 and we send not the messengers except as givers of glad tidings and warnings وَيُجَادِلُ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا بِالْبَاطِلِ لِيُدْحِضُوا بِهِ الْحَقِّ But those who disbelieve dispute with false argument. وَاتَّخَذُوا آيَاتِي وَمَا أُنْذِرُوا هُزْوَا And they treat my ayat, my verses, etc. And my signs. And that which they were warned as a jest and mockery. So Allah is telling us about the duty of the messengers. The duty of the messengers from the time of Noah, and he is the first messenger, to the last of them, and this is Muhammad, peace be upon them all, the task is twofold. Mubashirina wa munzirin, givers of glad tidings and warners. Meaning that we didn't send them to compel people to believe. Rather, they are givers of glad tidings and warners. They give glad tidings to those who believe and warners for those who disbelieve. However, but those who disbelieve dispute. They quarrel and dispute with falsehood, of course. Like they're saying, for example, in mockery and jest, they would say, Abasharun yahdunana, as in Surah Al-Taghab on verse 6, Abasharun yahdunana, men, to guide us, referring to the prophets because and messengers that they are men, they would say in mockery, men, 
Abasharun Yahdunana to guide us. And they even said in Surah Al Mu'minun, chapter 23, verse 24, they said, Allahu la'anzala malaika. Had Allah wished, He would have sent angels. And they dispute even and argue concerning these idols which people took for worship or those men that people worshipped. And they say, well, if the mushriks and what they worship besides Allah are the burning fuel for the fire of hell, then Jesus, peace be upon him, is from the fire of hell. He's going to be in the fire of hell, burning there, because he had been taken as an object of worship. This is all dispute and argument. And Allah refuted their argument regarding Isa alayhi salam when he said in chapter 21, verse 101. And we read these verses earlier. Verily those for whom the good has preceded from us, they will be removed far there from hell. And from them is Isa, Jesus, son of Mary, alayhi salam. So we learn from this verse, therefore, that every person who argues and disputes in order to refute the truth, then he has a share of this verse, verse 56 then he has a share of this verse. Meaning, he has a share of this belief. We seek refuge in Allah from this. Why? Because the disbelievers, they were the ones who were disputing with falsehood in order to refute and reject the truth. So if someone now comes with the question and says, what about these shubuhat, not clear matters which people bring? How come we say that it is false, yet it is a shubha? You know, doubtful or not entirely clear and so forth. We say, if the purpose brought, if the intention behind the bringing these matters in, is in order to reject the truth, for example, the case of those who deny the reality of Allah's rising, ascending His throne, when they come and they say, well, if we affirm this to Allah, then Allah would be a corporal body. So these people, the like of those, are trying to reject the truth with their false disputes and arguments. Something which Allah affirmed for Himself in the first place. As to say whether Allah is a corporal body or not corporal, this is something else. We don't affirm nor do we deny these terms, but we ask the person as to what he intends behind usage of his term. So anybody he says, we deny that Allah, for example, has a physical form, we ask him, what do you mean by your denial that Allah has a physical form? 
Do you intend to deny that Allah has attributes of the self? Like the magnificent face and so forth? Then your terminology, we cannot accept it and it is rejected. And we say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is true, established in himself, qualified with the most perfect attributes. He does what he wishes. He ascends his throne in the matter that suits his majesty. And that he descends to the lower heaven in the way, the most majestic way that suits his majesty. And that he will come to make a judgment between the creation. And that he gets pleased and that he laughs. All of these are attributes of Allah. So whenever you find somebody arguing in order to refute the truth and reject it, then he has a share of this verse from Surat Al-Kahf. He has a share from Surat Al-Kahf, verse 56. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَيُجَادِلُ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا بِالْبَاطِلِ لِيُضْحِضُوا بِهِ الْحَقِّ He has a share of this verse, that the people, the disbelievers, argue and dispute in falsehood in order to reject the truth. And anyone who does this, then he has a share of this verse. Then Allah says, وَاتَّخَذُوا آيَاتِ وَمَا أُنْذِرُوا هُزْوَى Chapter 18, verse uh, 56. Yes, verse 56. So they, have, they treat my verses, my ayat, my evidences, my lessons, and that with which they were warned as a jest and mockery, as a jest and mockery. Meaning, they take that which Allah warned them concerning the torment, they took that by way of jest and mockery. For example, for example, the kuffar, for example, they made mockery when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke about the horrible tree, al-zaqqum, in hell. Allah described this tree in hell 37, 64, from which the disbelievers will eat. إِنَّهَا شَجَرَةٌ تَخْرُجُ فِي أَصْلِ الْجَحِيمِ It is a horrible tree that will spring out of the bottom of the hellfire. So the pagans, the disbelievers, started laughing. How come this tree will sprout from the bottom of hell? After all, it's a tree. And the fire is dry and hot, and the trees are moist. So they began to make mockery, and they say this is from the hallucination of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They said this is from the hallucinations of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
So they have in this case they took the verses of Allah that Allah revealed and the torment they took it and they rejected it and they mocked at it Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it clear though فَإِنَّهُمْ لَآكِلُونَ مِنْهَا فَمَالِئُونَ مِنْهَا الْبُطُونَ In chapter 37 verse 66 Allah asserted Truly they will eat thereof and fill their bellies therewith They will eat from it Okay Not only that in chapter 56 verses 54 and 55 they are not going to eat only and they drink they will drink on top of what they are going to put in their bellies from this tree and drink boiling water on top of it and you will drink that like thirsty camels So they will eat from that tree and then they will drink boiling water on top of it like the thirsty camels. This is the tree which they are mocked at. They will eat from it and they will drink boiling water on top of that. We can stop here inshallah ta'ala. We continue the verses at a later time. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Wa sallallahu ala muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.